All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how are y'all doing? How are you doing? This is your man Orlando Presents, and welcome, 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 welcome to QuakeRadio.com live with your host Orlando Presents. Yes, 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 tonight, tonight, you know what tonight is. Tonight is Wednesday night, and there's no secrets on what we do on Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, we rock your face off with our Christian rock, but tonight... We have a special guest, special group that's going to be sitting down with us. We're going to be chopping it up for a little bit, find out a little bit more about them. You all can find a little bit more about them. And then hopefully after this, you can go and support them and follow them anywhere their music is played. So without further ado, let's go ahead and make this mic hot for Crimson Overtone. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. All right, man. All right, all right. Man, I'm so excited to have you all here. I know my um, partner, uh, Jason Katz, a.k.a. Captain J, he um, really enjoys your group. He really uh, enjoys your music. I enjoy your music. Um, I started listening to your music actually off of him because I was mostly a a CHH head. So I I can admit to that. But <laughs> I was uh-huh. I was mainly a CHHA because that's what I played on my other station until um, our stations merged. And then as soon as we merged, I started listening to more Christian music, Christian rock music, Christian um, gospel music. So and then I was like, man, hold on. OK, I'm starting to really <laughs> become eclectic on this music thing. So definitely, definitely. And um and then also, I heard of you all f- through um, through a tricord. Oh, cool! Yeah, Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, those guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah. We've had a we have a chance. We had a chance to uh, sit down with tricord um, a couple of times here on the show. The first time uh, we sat down with them for whatever reason, I'm not sure exactly what happened, but um, towards the mid to the end of the interview, it didn't record. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, man, the enemy is really hidden. And I didn't realize it until um, towards the end of the interview because I was I so happened to look over at the screen. And I was like, hold on. I was like, oh, man. I said, okay. So now my pet peeve is I'm always looking over at my screen just to make sure, just to make sure everything is still good, everything is recording, and things of that nature. So we we will be great tonight, fellas. We'll be great tonight. So uh, first and foremost, I want you all to introduce yourselves, let the folks know who I'm speaking with, so that they can uh, feel that they're you know that they know you at least a little bit by name. Well, I'm gonna. I'm going to start off just by saying Christina, our lead singer, that fabulous lead singer of ours. Um, she uh, she had a bit of an emergency and had to had to miss this section, um, kind of a last minute thing. But uh, so y'all keep her in your prayers. Um, she cannot be here t- this evening, but she's amazing, and uh, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be Crimson Overtone without her. I can tell you that much. <laughs> It'd be a couple old metalheads. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Three old metalheads. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, my name's Evan. Um, I uh, I play guitar um, and do a lot of the writing and do a lot of the producing. And, uh, 
been trying to get away from some of the mixing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Robert. I'm the bass player and um, do some rhythm guitar as well a little bit. Um, and then also, um, I guess I help write, but we all do in a weird way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Alex and I'm the drummer and I just try to stay out of trouble. He throws tears sometimes, though. <laughs> oh, Not really. Man. <laughs> now now robert I, I i think robert is more so more so my speed i would be i would be like robert you know stay out of the way and everything and maybe throw a chair every now and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah alex likes to do that <laughs> okay so alex okay yeah my bad <laughs> Okay. Well, fantastic. Um, welcome, 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 fellas. Welcome. And uh, like I said before, sorry that um, we couldn't have uh, the lead singer on here and uh, with us and our prayers and are with her. So definitely. So hopefully maybe we can um, do this again some other time and include her in. So for sure. Absolutely. So, all right. Um, first, I'd like to jump off with uh, your individual testimonies because I, I read um, you all's bio, but I want you to um, explain to, you know, to the audience a little bit. And if you don't want to do an individual, you can do like a group testimony because I think that's really powerful as well. And uh, let the folks know how you all came together. Um, I think I think it might be better for time if we did sort of like a, a group thing with little mini inputs mm -hmm. um the short version is we all met at um at a 12-step recovery program um celebrate recovery and the reason being is because each of us have particular things that just really hold us back emotionally mentally um spiritually then you know it's just stuff you deal with uh, me for example i um I have in the past had a, a, a really nasty habit of um, being pretty violently angry. Um, not something I'm proud of at all, but it is part of my life. And, and it's definitely something that the Lord has been on me to uh, to work with and overcome. Um, and there's stuff that goes along with that, you know, but. Um, Lord uses. This music music in general always has used music in general for me personally to uh sort of sort my thoughts and get my focus straight um that's kind of my nutshell okay yeah we, um um this is robert talking yeah this is robert talking by the way um <laughs> it was uh like what evan was just saying just talking about meeting in in celebrate recovery was a really i think is a really really big part of our story as a band. Um, it, I don't think it's a coincidence at all that that's how each of us ended up joining. Um, how we each got sort of reeled in. Um, probably through, uh, Christina would describe it as one of the best miscommunications of, of her life. Um, <laughs> I ended up, she came to me wanting to record uh, uh, just a song just for herself, something real simple, real quick. Um, and I took that to mean that she wanted to uh, become a rock star, basically. Um, and me and me and Evan, um, he's my dad, for those of y'all who don't know. Um, uh, me and him have been working together 
playing music together for a long time. So I was like, you know, hey, let's do it. And um, uh, ended up being a thing where I didn't find out until much later that that was not Christina's plan at all. Um, but it ended up working out. And then we ended up um, joining with the three of us and then and then meeting Alex at another CR and he jumped on. Um, and uh, it was just it's I just love the fact that that's a huge part of our testimony as a as a band is that we all came together from you know this broken place where we were we were going to this ministry to seek help so i thought i think that's pretty amazing and and of course this is alex speaking of course the hope uh, in our hearts is to be able to use our struggles brokenness and whatever redemption we've experienced and kind of pass it along okay yeah i want to add on to what alex said Um, I don't want anybody to get the idea that we have somehow magically overcome all of these issues that we deal with, you know, as human beings, we haven't magically overcome them. We're not floating above the water or anything like that. We're down there in the dirt with everybody else. And that's kind of where the music comes from, um, from us taking God's word and his faithfulness and in understanding how that works out from the inside out, not from the outside in. And um, and then we use that to write the music. So. OK, awesome. Awesome. So um, that jumps into then how did you all come up with the name uh, Crimson Overtone? That's a. Um, we, we, we went looking for. Um, we all sat down at the table and went looking for a name and we, we just started throwing things out there and, and who we, who we wanted to be as a band and how we could encapsulate that in a name. And, um, in this particular genre, um, hard rock and heavy metal, um, that's a, it's a really big, important part of my life, just the genre in general, because of what it says and does, you know? So around the table, we were talking about that. And, you know, if you remember the story, of um um the walls of jericho well the the children of israel were marching around the walls of jericho and they weren't playing kumbaya you know they were they were playing loud music (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know and um and that was a big part of it and there's there's always loud music always law uh, um leads a call into battle and you know especially with all the crazy stuff going on today every single day is a battle whether we want to believe it or not um every day is a battle and so this music kind of leads into that battle now the other part of it um is uh um hanging from the walls of jericho was a crimson cord and if you know the story of that rahab who was a prostitute in jericho actually hid and helped the israeli um spies and decided that uh, that she was going to believe in God in in not the ways that because uh, the whole city had heard about the, the victories and things that were going on. And it was sort of unworldly for them. So anyway, so there's the, the symbolization, the crimson's the symbolization, that code that the uh, um, uh, a rescue, basically. You know, none of us, regardless of our past, none of us are beyond rescue. None of us are beyond um, being included in with uh, with God's family, which is what Rahab did. So that was pretty cool. And then um, then, of course, if you move on with 
the crimson, there's also the crimson from the from the blood that the Messiah shed on the cross for us for our sins. You know, it's just, it's a they're very similar concepts. You know, there's there's no one that is too far gone, nobody that is messed up too bad for redemption not to be accessible with. And that's that's the message of uh, in crimson. And then overtones. An overtone is a, a musical term where a note, when a note is so pure and right, it actually amplifies itself. I've, I've experienced that with some choirs from time to time, and it's absolutely an amazing sound. Um, and so basically the idea of, of in overtones, you know, not only are we leading the way um, and charging into battle, um, a battle for people's souls, minds, hearts, um, their, their sanity, really. Um, but uh, we are, we're going into battle in unity. And so when you have that unity, when you have that, I guess, perfection, for lack of a better word, um, it develops its own, its own power, its own strength. And that would be symbolic of, of who God calls us to be you know, as the quote unquote body of, of Christ, body of Messiah. So mm -hmm. that's the, that's the name. All right. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, just to uh, break in there real quick, just to let y'all know, if you're listening to this live, this is quakeradio.com live with your humble host Orlando presents. And we're sitting down tonight with crimson, crimson overtone and uh man, yeah, I'm, I'm learning a lot. The show just started, but I'm really learning a lot. And I'm really excited about sitting down and speaking with uh, this group. So shout out to Tricord for always hyping up this group and everything. And shout out to my man, Captain Jay, for uh, speaking very well on this group. So, um, yeah, tonight's Wednesday night. You know what Wednesday night is? It's Christian Rock Night right here on Quake RYC Praise News where music is therapy. Um, so that brings me to uh, one of my next questions for you all. And one of you touched on it about uh, music, you know, and what music does for you. So music is therapy. What does that mean to you? Alex, want to take that one? Um, okay, this is Alex speaking. I'm going to, I'll try to answer this one. Um, I mean, obviously that means different things to different people. Right. I think for a lot of folks, uh, it's an escape, but it can, it's in a healthy escape, you know, unlike other things like addictions and hangups. Um, it's also uh, a gift from God and it allows us to be creative and express ourselves. And that's, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to express ourselves through the music. So, um, that, that's that's how we view it as, as therapy. All right, all right, fantastic, fantastic. And then that's, I mean, that's absolutely uh, correct. It's it's a different meaning for everybody because I know for myself, music is therapy to the point of, you know, um, you know, when I'm down in the dumps or even not even down in the dumps, even if I'm having a great day or whatever, I revert it back to music. Uh, when I'm listening to music, I let it engulf uh, my being. And that's a major reason why I, I don't allow myself to listen to, you know, anything other than uplifting music, gospel music, things of that nature, because I can't let it penetrate into, you know, myself. Because I know if I do, 
there's other <laughs> there's other issues that I'm gonna have to you know I'm gonna have to deal with things that I'm trying to fight through. So I I definitely agree with that a hundred percent. So awesome, awesome y'all. Um, so this may be one of the the a loaded question or one of the craziest not craziest but a question that I very rarely ask this and I'm not 100% sure why I asked this question to you all but um you know what is the hardest part about being a christian <laughs> that's a loaded question that's a loaded uh. question <laughs> so number 1 for me is to not be pigeonholed into the whole fake thing because when you use the word christian this is evan talking. this is yeah this is evan sorry mm -hmm. yeah, when, you you use, when you use the word christian it's very much stigmatized right now because today's version of christian has very little to do with who jesus was who jesus mm. is and how he lives and breathes and moves even though we can't see him with our own physical eyes and um what happens is when you say Christian, the first thing that pops into mind is somebody who's judgmental and staring down their nose and holier than thou, and you've got it all figured out. <laughs> Man, I just, I want to avoid that like the plague. I'm no different than anybody else. I got the same kind of issues other people got. The difference is I got something inside me that has wisdom that is greater than man's wisdom. And so that's, for me, that's, that's one of my biggest challenges. The second challenge is learning to listen to that wisdom when bad stuff happens. <laughs> that's uh, that's horribly difficult. Um, you know, the, the 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 other misnomer is people say <clears throat> people say there's this idea that oh you you become a Christian somehow your life gets better. No, it doesn't. Hmm. Not not from a not from a uh, oh, my life is now easy breezy. No, it's not. It's harder because now you have to contrast good versus evil. Now you have to choose good. Now you have to have the wisdom to understand what's good and what's evil. You know what I mean? And that's um, that's not an easy task, man. It's worth it. It's definitely it's definitely the best path, um, but it's not easy. Mm. All right. All right. Did anybody else want to speak on that or that's that's good? Um yeah, this is this is Robert. So mm -hmm. I think I think for me, the hardest part about believe being a believer, um, being someone who attests to the fact of following the scripture and, and believing in Christ is um is actually doing it behind closed doors. Um it's really easy to show up to church, it's really easy for to, to to get up on to the to the stage and do worship because I'm, I'm a music director for my church and so it's really easy to get up there and lead my team and and do the prayers and sing the songs and it's really easy to be encouraging and lead my team well and it's really easy to go up to people and say hey jesus loves you and and all of this stuff but what but what do i do when i'm at home what do i do when i'm at home with my wife and with my daughter mm. um how do i act when I'm with the band, you know, when nobody else can see us. Am I treating them the way that I would treat somebody in public? Am I treating my wife and my daughter the way that I that the way that the Lord specifically sets out and describes in scripture in detail how I should be a husband and a father? Um for me for me, that's probably the hardest part. Not in the sense of 
oh, you know, um, um, I'm going to act however I want at home, but in the sense of um, getting those details that he describes down to a habit. Um, because our flesh is consistently going to want to deny what the scripture says. That, that's how we're born. That's how we're made. We're, we're naturally going to do what we shouldn't do. Um, so for me, when I'm at home, I have to make sure that I am absolutely certain that when I speak to my wife, when I speak to my daughter, when I show up to band rehearsal and I'm talking to my bandmates, Am I following this set of instructions and these guidelines and the example, right? Because he didn't just write it down. He didn't just have the, the writers of the scriptures write it down. He also uh, uh, shows us by example by how God the Father acts towards us and how uh, Christ acted when he was on earth. Um, am I doing what the instructions say and am i following his example and then therefore being the example that others should be around me that's that's mm. probably for me the the hardest part is is and it's probably the biggest thing that i beat myself up about honestly like am i doing this am i i'm constantly questioning myself am i doing this right did i just mess up oh man i need to i need to go back and do this and recorrect this it's, it's i do a, i do a lot of thinking <laughs> humility <laughs> is not an easy thing <laughs> mm. it's hard Yes, yes, it is definitely, I, and I agree with you a hundred percent on that one as well. So definitely, it is. Um, so, a uh, question also: Have any of you um, studied music, you know, uh, professionally, or is it like a, um, you know, by the ear, by ear type thing? So, do you you all have any kind of um, educational musical backgrounds? I will say that Christina is definitely the quintessential music professional here. She's got many years in music school, understands theory, um, is certified uh, instructor in, in several vocal stylings. To my to my knowledge, I'm probably quoting that wrong, but and she is on point. She knows exactly what she's doing, and uh, um, and that's good because. I'm the opposite guy. I spent years in music, but all playing by ear. <laughs> mm. okay. What does it sound like? And what does it feel like? That's what I know. And sometimes I sound like a bumbling fool when we're talking about um, specific, important details about movements within the songs and what we're trying to accomplish. And it's very nice to have her knowledge and wisdom there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm trying to remember the band that I, um, man, Boy, I'm trying to remember the band that we uh, had on the show a couple of weeks ago, and the female singer was pretty much the same thing. She uh, studied music as well. Fantastic singer, and the name of the band will come to me uh, very soon. So definitely, but yeah, it was it was around the lines of the same thing. So uh, let's lighten it up a little bit. Um, so you all are you've you've gotten together. You're a band. You decide, hey, we're going to go out and do your first show. Tell us a story about how your first sh experience on the road was as a band together. Interesting. <laughs> um, so would, would you consider our first show to be the CR one or Jacksonville? 
dude, I don't know. That's, That's well, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jacksonville yeah. was on the road. Yeah, and it was without. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, our our very first show, um, that was a really really big deal. Uh, we got to go play at Murray Hill Theater down in Jacksonville, Florida. Very iconic um, uh, venue down there. And all the cool people signed a wall down there. Yeah, it yeah, like, it, was, it was cool. We got to see some signatures from some amazing, amazing bands that um, have played there. Bands that I this is that is Robert, by the way, that uh, I got to grow up listening to, and it was it was really cool. But that was um, it was an interesting experience because we had to learn how to pack everything up. Alex has a has a van that he has, so we had to get everything packed in there and um figure out carpooling and where we were going to stay and when we were going to leave to get there and what uh uh, what call time was and where we were going to it was it was a lot of stuff that we hadn't experienced before so i i it was a three-day trip but it was probably one of the most exhausting weekends of my life (laughs) (laughs) um definitely did not expect all of that work um added on to the amount of energy it takes to perform on stage especially for the first time so you go on with those me me personally anyway i don't know about anybody else i was a nervous wreck um um just playing in a place like that that was as as iconic as iconic as it is um with the other groups of bands that we were playing with who were also phenomenal people funny story funny story time (laughs) (laughs) the very first song oh yeah (laughs) the very first song so um i I play a lot in in drop d because it sounds cool and uh and that's i don't have a seven string we didn't have a seven string at the time so couldn't get it much lower so we used d and that was fine but the funny thing is is the root for all of the 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 songs is on that d string like that's where i'm starting right so the very first song alex comes in with the intro and i play like i don't know two bars or something of the song and promptly break the d string oh <laughs> and i was like oh snap <laughs> and I, it threw me off because i was a little nervous anyway because i had I played live shows before, but that was 20 years ago. And this is my first, my first, you know, out of town live show. And so the nerves are a little bit tight. And then I break my D string, butchered the solo. (laughs) And then we managed to pull it out anyway. I mean, it was, we got a good response from the, from the audience and it was fun, but it it was hilarious. It definitely (laughs) freaked me out because I, I, like I said, I was already a nervous wreck. And then going into that solo, I play a specific bass line. But when I noticed that Evan was playing something completely different than his solo, I looked over and I noticed that his string broke. And then that flipped me out. And I ended up playing my entire bass line wrong. <laughs> people said they didn't. People said they barely even noticed that his string broke. And people didn't even notice that I was playing wrong or anything. But I noticed and we all noticed. And I was, I was like, ah, uh, I was I was all over the place. I was so upset. Isn't that it, it, it me. isn't that a lot of times? I mean, a lot of times the hardest thing that even though the crowd may say that they didn't notice that just the idea that you know it it really hits you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then of course we got Alex over here. He was he was holding it together, man. He, was, man. he didn't blink, he didn't <laughs> skip a beat. He was like, you know what, I'm just gonna keep playing because I know how the song plays. So <laughs> he just he he held us together. He kept it moving. Otherwise, we would have, we definitely would have lost it. 
Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so let's let's take a break for a minute here. We're gonna jump into one of your tracks, uh, "Unbelief," um, off of your latest uh, EP, "Assimilation." So, uh, do you all want to um, let the folks know about "Unbelief" and how that song came came about? So, um, "Unbelief" actually, I'd I'd have to speak to Christina. Uh, um, well, you would have to speak to Christina to get the full um, lyrical content of it. I mean, um, she had the short version is that it's it's a, a compilation of stories that all of us in the band had told about different aspects of our lives. And she nutshelled those. She nutshelled the emotional value in those stories very, very well. Um and uh basically some of it was some stuff that alex was experiencing that she put in the song and some of it was stuff that i was experiencing that she put in the song and i think in the like the third verse or something there might have been something in there from robert like i said you'd have to ask her exactly what all the inspiration was but the whole of the song basically is about the challenge of what it's like to actually believe Hmm. um and it's like I was saying earlier, you know, it's not some it's not some cakewalk. And now you're a believer. So now you're just going to float through life with no problems. If anything, you're probably going to have more problems because, you know, the difference between right and wrong. It's really easy to have no problems when you just always do the wrong thing. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really simple. <clears throat> but, you know, there there is a God and he is. Um, we are held accountable to it. Whether people like that or not, we are we are held accountable to to that. And if we follow his will and his way, then life is good and we can recover quicker from mistakes and we can we can find peace when there is no peace and we can find strength when there is no strength. And therefore, you know, like it says in that song, you know, I believe but help my unbelief. That's actually pulled out of out of uh, um, the scriptures where um, Jesus was talking to um, to a guy who wanted his his uh, son healed. And he says, uh, you know, if you can, the, the guy says to Jesus, if you can heal him. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and Jesus is like, if, <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, he says, and then Jesus says, do you believe? And he says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it's a picture of humility, man. It's a picture of humility and power. And, and um, you know, it's, it's reality. We need to live as believers we need to live in reality. We cannot le- live in a religious uh, or a hyper-religious, should I say, um, false world that doesn't exist. You know, I mean, some people are going to experience better things in life than others. That's just the way it is. But God is the common to all of us, right? Right. The wealthiest among us still go through trauma and emotional terrors. So how are they any different than the poorest among us? Everybody's struggling. Amen. <laughs> and that's that's where we got to live from as believers. And that's what this song's that's what the song's about. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Crimson Overtone with uh, Unbelief off of their latest EP, Assimilation. Let's jump into it and we'll be right back.
realizing Flooding my brain, paralyzing Pushing me back, back to the edge But I can't make myself jump Suffering comes, suffering ends I know that I will be again But right now the cracks are starting to break open I can't take much more Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We're back with more QuakeRadio.com live with your man Orlando Presents. And we're sitting down with Crimson Overtones. Tone, tone. 
Yes, yes, yes. Man, that was unbelief. I like that joint. Um, I, who, who came up? I do. I really, I really do. Every time I listen to it, it makes me, does something to me. But uh, who came up with the melody? Uh, Christina. Wow. Wow. Man. That's that, that's that classical training that comes through, man. <laughs> wow. That is dope. <laughs> that is really dope. Um I know before we went into the uh, before we went into that track, we were talking about your experience on the road, and you were speaking about uh, Jacksonville and signing the wall and different bands and things of that nature that were on the wall. Um, what bands inspired you? Inspired y'all the most? That's a that, that's a really loaded question. What? What band on the wall or what bands in general? Well, yeah, true, true. Uh, what band in general? In general? Yeah. yeah well, Rob, you start. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I grew up on this music. Oh, I grew up on a lot of music, but this is the music I grew up um, playing. Um, and there's a lot of different ones that I can say – I aspire to sound like um, as far as skill and tone and structure as far as cording and whatnot. But um, I think probably my biggest inspiration, whether it's been to play like them, live like them, listen to them when I'm sad, listen to them when I'm happy, listen to them when I'm angry, it's probably been Skillet. Mm. Um they are a, I'm a huge, huge Skillet fan. Um, I am as old as they've been around. I was born in 96. They became a band in 96. Um, and I've been listening to them for, shoot, I don't even know how old I was when. Your entire life. Dude, my I dad, guess. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, but that's pro- probably Skillet would be at, at the top of that list. Okay. And for me, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot, man, because I write music too and probably my biggest inspiration for motivation would not be what you would think of of a kind of a headbanging metalhead guy but is Stephen Curtis Chapman I love the way he tells his musical stories um, I love the way he crafts his words his lyrics one of the things that we say as a band is we have no wasted words. We yeah. try not to use filler words um, unless they they work in a syllable. Like every word is there on purpose for a specific reason. There's nothing. There's there's nothing that's just oh well. Let's just throw that in there because it'll sound cool. No, there's none of that. Um, and so, Stephen Curtis Chapman sort of inspired that in me. And then um, fast forward. Golly, man, bands like Skillet, definitely, Demon Hunter, uh, Pillar, P.O.D., um, big favorite, I'm, I'm so sad they're not around anymore, is um, uh, The Showdown. If y'all have never heard The Showdown, dude, the world <laughs> lost an amazing band when they quit. Absolutely. <laughs> man, all of their albums. And my favorite album from that one was Temptation Come My Way, because it's like this blend of modern and classic metal, if you will. Just awesome band. Big inspiration there. Um, Red is a big inspiration. Um, 
Corn's an inspiration. Allison Chains is an inspiration. All over the place, man. Man, sound like you've been looking at uh, Captain Jay's playlist because every, cause every <laughs> time I ask him about some Christian rock or something, those are the names he he shoots at me. I almost felt good that I knew a lot of those names you you were talking about. <laughs> so awesome, awesome. And then Alex, uh, as far as this is Alex, as far as me, um, I was kind of brought up in Christian metal, so a lot of you know, Striper, Baron Cross. Petra, Neon Cross, yeah, I don't know. White Cross. Believer, White Cross, all ah. the crosses, all the different colors. And different <laughs> ooh, ooh, deliverance. Uh, <laughs> deliverance, Believer, um, POD, Vengeance Rising. Um, and I was really into the really heavy stuff for a long time. As far as secular, uh, I, you know, since I'm a drummer, I do like the, the whole rhythmic thing a lot. So mm. the police and Rush. And uh, I love the drummer from Sticks. I don't necessarily like Sticks that much, but the drummer, huge fan of him. Um, so yeah, that kind of stuff. Okay, awesome, awesome. And I and I can definitely relate to the fact of um, liking certain certain music that other people may not think that I would like or who would be one of my favorites and things of that nature. But um, one artist that I've always um, was fond of, and I'm not 100% quite sure. Maybe it's his writing ability, uh, certain songs, it's his, just his vocals, is uh, Barry Manilow. I've always been a Barry Manilow fan, and I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, that's that's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> so how you'll find somebody who really catches your ear. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Um, so if you weren't doing uh, Christian rock music, what other ministries would you all be uh, doing or what other ministries do you all do? Um, so this is Robert. Uh, so like I, I mentioned briefly earlier, um, <clears throat> currently I am a music director for, um, uh, for my church. I go to Free Chapel. Um, in Gwinnett County, and uh, that's where that's where I do a lot of uh, serving. I serve on Sunday mornings. I serve on Wednesdays and Thursdays as well. And that's outside of the head banging, super hyper, throwing things, going crazy Christian metal stuff that I like to do. Um, that's where I like to to also pour in my time and my energy. Um, I've been doing worship for as long as I've been playing bass, that's actually how I started playing bass. So, um, uh, but yeah, if I, that, that's what I'm doing currently. And then also if I wasn't, um, if we weren't doing this, I'd probably, I'd probably still be doing that. So. Yeah, I would, uh, a fun fact about me, I'm, I'm a full-time motorcycle rider and I'm a motorcycle mechanic. Oh, wow. And that includes, that includes rain, shine, snow, all of that stuff. Sleet, and I, sleet hail, hail, all of that. And um, I like the sunshine best, though, just saying. Um, <laughs> but uh, that said, I'm also a motorcycle mechanic, and that's sort of where my world is um, apart from from this. And so there's a, uh, a club that uh, um, Disciple MC, and what they do is they, they go and 
basically just encourage the one percenter clubs. And I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, we kind of rode with them for a little bit. It's, I didn't have the time to devote to it, but, uh, if I wasn't doing this, that's what I'd be doing, man. I love, I love one-on-one interaction. I love people that, that ask questions. I love to be able to ask questions. Um, I just like, I like hanging out and talking with people, especially if I can do something that'll kind of brighten their day a little bit, you know, maybe give them some, something positive to go, to go away with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of where I'd be. I hang around motorcycle people, hang around, hang around a lot of vets. I don't know why I'm not a vet. I have immense respect for them, but it's all the same kind of person. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, those are my people. And that's what I'd be doing if I wasn't doing this. All right. Uh, this is Alex. Uh, for me, uh, of course, the money is not an issue. Is it? It's always is somehow. But uh, <laughs> but I uh, I have a, a big heart for short term mission trips, and I like my what I would say one of my gifts is serving, and I love serving people. Mm. I love to need and try to meet it. Um. So that's always in the back of my mind. That's kind of always what I have going on. And if I see something that I can serve somebody with, that's where I go. All right. All right. Fantastic. Um, If you have before and maybe we've missed it or I probably have missed it, but um, have you all ever collaborated with other genres like maybe a CHH artist or a spoken word artist, uh, anything of that nature along with the band? Not really yet. That stuff is in the works. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. I would love to hear that. Love to hear it. Definitely. That that was something that I think I um, spoke with Tricord about as well, about collaborating with, like, you know, some CHH artists or other genres, you know, for that matter, not just CHH. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... uh. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak I'm gonna brag on Rob for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he produces R and B and he's phenomenal. I'm not a huge R and B fan, but I like every single thing he uh he does because he, he actually puts music and layers and thoughts and thought into it and it's not your run of the mill r&b pop stuff you hear on the radio which i can't stand um it's really good Uh, there's mixes of jazz in it and things like that and so um we've we've got he's got a couple of tracks that kind of blend we haven't done anything with them yet but they blend the styles and and i'm always inclined to throw a really heavy guitar in everything (laughs) <laughs> every so, time every time everything. i i because you know i like i like to share my creative stuff and so i'll sh- come and i'll and i'll show the band like oh hey look at this uh r&b beat i put together or look at this rap beat i put together um every single time without fail <laughs> evan will be like oh man you should put a heavy guitar here and do some kind of double kick thing here i'm like bro no no, no, stop. It's not what this is for. <laughs> so, like I said, collaborations are something that are yeah. going to show up at some point. <laughs> I do have a, uh, and this is Robert, I do, just going off of what Emma said, I do have a, um, an artist I'm working with. She's 
she's more on the lines of Christian R and B, but um, uh, she does she, she the music itself that I wrote for her kind of gets into that um, CHH kind of style, um, a little mm. bit of a little bit of hip hop kind of thing going on. Um, so that's really fun. But as as a band, we haven't we haven't done it yet. But it's it's been something that we've talked about. When I mean, there's been a few people that we've chit chatted with. Okay, okay. Um, can you share a name? Does she have any music out that we can check out? Oh my, um, my, no. The artist I'm working with, she doesn't have any music out yet. That's what we're we're actually working on a project right now. Okay. Um, her name is Sinai. Um, kind of like Sinai, but without the extra syllable. Um, <laughs> uh, no, she doesn't have any music out yet. We are working on a five song EP right now. She's okay. good too. Yeah, she's got a great voice, so so hopefully that'll be out. You have mm. to bring her bring her over here so we can sit her down and interview and listen to the music and uh put her up on the station. Yeah. For sure, man. Absolutely. We'll uh we'll definitely make it happen. Yeah, definitely. That'd be that'd be cool. That'd be real cool. So uh shout out to her, man. Keep doing it, keep doing it. So um man, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so is there anything else that you all would like to divulge about, uh, the group that we may not have, uh, touched upon tonight? There's always something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hang up, you're like, dang. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, oh, okay. there is. There we go. And it's, and it's, it's sort of my sort of my bent i kind of i kind of messaged uh, made mention of it anyway um a couple of times but you know life life is hard and hope doesn't come from circumstance um circumstance will have you in pain circumstance will have you suffer but hope is deeper than that Hope is 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 actually larger. It's like it's like the undercurrent to circumstance, right? So hope only comes from truth. It cannot come from a lie. And there's a lot of lies that a lot of people are pushing right now. And it's destroying people from the outside in. God brings hope through Jesus through the Holy Spirit, from the inside out, because he brings truth. And sometimes truth is hard to hear, but that's why we, that's why we write what we write. It's not always going to be well accepted. The messages of some of the songs, some people are going to pitch a fit about. I really don't care. That's good. That means they're listening. <laughs> mm. Right? Yeah. So people need to hear truth. And you know, and, and a lot of times the, the happy, feely, good, emotional stuff is not true. It's a lot of it. A lot of times it's manufactured. Now, I'm not going to say it's not always true. Sometimes it is. You know, we have we have happy, feely, good stuff. But I, I, wa I want to encourage people that are going through struggle that hope comes from the inside out and it comes through truth. And I want to encourage people who are in a ministry that they live their ministry from a standpoint of truth. You know, you have to use wisdom. You just don't want to go telling everybody, oh, well, I'm pretty miserable today, you know. But you find, as a minister, you need to, you need to find God's perspective through the suffering. 
And then that's where the strength comes from. And so, you know, I, I, we try to stay away from in the, in the lyrics, we try to stay away from sort of cliche Christian easy kind of stuff. And that's why, because there's ways to say the exact same thing, but make it true for where you're at as a person. Mm. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I mean, we have to live from a standpoint of truth. We have to speak from a standpoint of truth because anything else is literally a lie, literally. And it does not produce hope and it does not produce strength or anything else positive. So that's the message that our band's about. One of the big ones anyway. And that's what I want to leave with people. Amen. Amen. All right. Fantastic. Uh, once again, just to let y'all know, this is QuakeRadio.com Live with your humble host, Orlando Presents. We're sitting down with Crimson Overtones. And uh, I'm telling you, I had a great time tonight. Um, make sure you all go out and support this group. Um, check them out on all streaming uh, platforms, wherever there's music sold. I'm pretty sure they're there. Wherever they stream, they are there. Um, do you, you all do have a website, right? Yep. CrimsonOvertone.com. All right. There you go. CrimsonOvertone.com. And, and we have merch. Buy merch. Oh, buy their merch. <laughs> yeah, buy merch. <laughs> well, definitely get their merch. Uh, pardon me. Get their merch. <laughs> buy their merch and get, hey, have Crimson Overtone all over your body. There you go. <laughs> sure. Man, there you go, there you go. So, uh, like I said, man, I had a great time with y'all tonight, man. Most definitely, uh, would love to do it again and have uh, Christina here along uh, with you all, so we can really chop it up with everybody, uh, with everybody here. And once again, our prayers are out with her and whatever that she is dealing with. So. Definitely, and our prayers are with you all as well, that you all will uh, stay together a very long time and keep putting out uh, great music as you all have been doing. Um, I do want to end it on a light note. Um, I do want to end it on a light note here and just ask this question here. And I ask this question a lot of times with a lot of groups or even a lot of individuals. Um, with you all being a group, you practice together a lot of times, you're hanging out with each other a lot of times. Who is the best cook between all of you and what have you prepared for the group that they just love to eat? Yeah, I have to say Christina. It's Christina. Yeah. It's probably me, but <laughs> of course it would be the Alex one person that's not here. <laughs> Alex is saying himself, but we haven't uh we haven't gotten the pleasure of trying his food yet. But look, as of right now, look, as of this t- like today, it's definitely Christina. I just gotta say, man, we had a we had a New Year's get together over at their place and it was fun and that rotel was so good I couldn't move. Yeah, Christina. <laughs> Christina knows so how to cook. She's she's fantastic. All right. Yeah. All these guys missed out, man. They had stuff going on, but I, that's okay. I got all the rotel to myself. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fantastic, fantastic. Well, we're gonna end this uh, end the show off with uh, War Cry. So, anybody want to just uh, let the folks know what War Cry is about? War Cry is literally what I described at the beginning. Life is war, man. It's either it's either going to be a physical war or a mental and emotional war or a spiritual war. You're moving from battle to battle to battle. 
and um, you need to be prepared for it. And the way you prepare for it is with truth and with hope, like I talked about earlier. And um, war cry is exactly that. It's it's recognizing that we have there is an enemy, whether people want to believe it or not. There is an enemy. <clears throat> he is bigger, stronger and faster and smarter than all of us. But God is bigger and stronger and faster than he is. So it's kind of like, you know, if you're if you're out in a battlefield, you got to rally the troops regardless of what the enemy looks like and you got to move on and that's that's what this song is all about is get up and move on yeah there's a battle get up and move on keep going and uh yeah that's what it's about all right fantastic well once again uh fellas i enjoyed uh having y'all on the show tonight you all have a very blessed evening thank you for having us as well thanks for having us all right well, oh, they, oh, and hey, yeah, have yeah. everybody, everybody keep up with us on social media. Our social media is fantastic. We're absolutely goofy. <laughs> if you want to laugh, go see the social media. It's just fun. So. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Make sure y'all follow them on social media. Definitely. All right. So once again, once again, we're ending the show off with War Cry. This is by Crimson Overtone um, off of their latest EP, Assimilation. Make sure y'all check that out. Let's go. And this is Quake Radio, RYC Praise News, where music is therapy. And uh, hey, we're out for another evening. But tomorrow night, we sit down with Dej Pete. I'm Jed. Dej P. I'm not sure if Nick Knack is been going to be with him or not. Or hopefully he will be. But if not, Dej P and I will be chopping it up tomorrow night. So make sure y'all tune in for that same great time, same great channel. All right, let's go.